There's no way in hell I'm not starting with this story. Thank you for joining Spazzing Out, and this is how I'm starting. Jonathan. Mm hmm. Honestly, we can't thank you, your dad, and your family enough. Yep. For answering the call and helping make us make this happen. That is our governor, Charlie Baker, the governor of Massachusetts. I know there are some people that listen to my podcast that I'm from Massachusetts, but right now, I I can't think. Uh, The governor just said it. The governor was all broken up at the airport today. Robert Kraft was able to procure, however you say it, 1.5 million PPEs or masks masks from China to bring them here to the United States. Not all the masks are going to be here in mass. Some are going to go to New York. Some are going to go to Rhode Island. But about one million of them are going to be right here in Massachusetts for our healthcare professionals to take care of the sick. And the fact that Robert Kraft could get this done is proof positive what I've been saying all along, that the private sector gets shit done, period. The private sector gets things done from the get-go. We should have been working with people like Robert Kraft, Wick Grosbeck, John Henry, the owners of <clears throat> Converse, the owners of New Balance, Reebok, you name it. Bill Gates should be involved. Every CEO, where's Elon Musk, get Warren Buffett out. All these guys that got billions of dollars, they get shit done. Plain and simple. No one can go to China. No one can go to China. Like I can't even stress that. No one can go to China. China. No one can go to China. Robert Kraft talks to his boy over in China. Says, hey, I do a ton of business with you guys. I need masks. Guy flies the Patriot jet to Alaska. Shit lands in Alaska. Alaska gives the go ahead. Yep. Go to China, bro. Thing lands in China for like 10 minutes. Gets loaded up with 1.5 million masks. Comes home. Now, Trump himself has a ban on traveling to China. Now, you know Trump's not going to say shit. He's probably going to praise Robert Kraft because they're boys. And he should. Plain and simple. This is how get your stimulus. I ain't get my stimulus check. Kick it out of here. I'm not getting one. I make more money than that. Now nah, I'm just kidding. It'll be in the mail in about a week. Ching. All right. That was me just talking to some people on Facebook Live. Back to Robert Kraft. This is what I'm talking about. This, and again, it has to, I want you guys to understand, this is what's wrong with our generation. It takes Robert Kraft, who's like an 80-year-old dude, who's a boomer, all these people, okay, boomer, all the millennials, fuck you, boomers. Well, it's the boomers, the guys that are 60-plus years old that get shit done. Robert Kraft got this done. Boom. Plain and simple. It's amazing what billionaires can do when they put their minds to it. When they've decided, hey, you know what? I'm going to put my, my, my mind into getting masks right here in Massachusetts. And he gets them. It gets our governor broken up because our governor has been trying to get PPEs. 
<clears throat> and I made a video about two weeks ago basically telling the governor to fuck off and stop being a bitch because you can get the masks because you got to ask the private sector to get them for us. Simple. This world and this country would be way better off if the private sector ran everything. If it ran the post office. I mean, look, look at FedEx, UPS. Make a shit ton of money. Post office doesn't make crap because it's not run by the private sector, by smart people, by people who look at the numbers. They cut the fucking cost of everything. They know how to negotiate. I love it. I don't give a shit if the Patriots win another Super Bowl ever. I don't care. I could care less. They never have to do it ever again. Robert Kraft, I, I don't give a crap if the guy was hooking, w- w- was getting uh, HJs from some chick in Florida. The guy deserves one. He should get one in every single state. All 50 states, Robert Kraft should get an HJ from whoever the hell he wants. The guy is the man. Unbelievable. Tom Brady, uh, you're forgiven for Tom Brady. 100% forgiven. It's okay, buddy. Tom's gone. You're the hero now. You're the man. Everybody should be thanking Robert Kraft. I think it's fantastic. And I'm not a Patriots. Uh, you know, well, I am a homer. I love the Pats. I just think it's fantastic that someone like Robert Kraft would take his private jet, use his connections to break the law, because that's what he did. Let's let's be clear here. Robert Kraft broke the law by flying his jet to China. But he stepped up. He said, you know what? The governor reached out to Kraft. Hey, guy. We need masks. Robert Kraft makes a phone call, picks up the phone. The phone, he picks up the bat line. He's like, boom, boom. China picks up. Robert, what's up? I know you guys thought I was going to do an Asian voice there, but I'm not racist like that. Robert, what's up? Yeah, I need masks. I need them now. All right, fly your plane over here. We'll come and get them. That's going to be a problem because we can't fly to China. But you know what? I'll figure it out. Calls the governor of fucking Alaska. Says, hey, I'm flying my plane to Alaska. I'm going to land it. We're going to fuel up, and we're going to fly to China, and we're going to get masks, and then we're going to bring them back here, and I'm going to actually use my own money to fly the jet over there, and I'm going to donate $300,000 towards the masks. Boom! I'm so fired up about it. They should uh, immediately erect a statue of Robert Kraft wearing a mask with 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 a child on either side of him, on both sides, they could have masks on and, and have a hospital bed in front of them with, with a, a person who's sick in it and he's saving their lives. Unbelievable. Thank you so much, Robert Kraft. I'm, I can't thank you enough. I have, a, I have family that uh, are, are in the medical profession. They need these masks. Uh, I, you know, if I had that, but I'm a poor man, but if I had the money, I, I would buy, you don't even have to have football anymore. I would just buy Patriot stuff. I don't even wear logos. I, everything I wear is, it's, it, it, I have a sticker from my daughter's shirt. I mean, I have my shirt with my, with a sticker from my daughter on it. I take junk is really the only logo I wear. I'll wear Patriots gear for the rest of my life. God bless America. I, I could go on and on about it. I won't because I don't want to bore people, but all is forgiven, Mr. Kraft. Forget about Juniper, forgiven. Forget about Tom Brady, forgiven. Don't ever have to win another a Super Bowl championship, forgiven.
We absolutely love you. Honestly, we need to have one of those social distancing parades for Robert Kraft. Everybody should drive by Gillette Stadium tomorrow with their American flags out, waving them loud and proud, because when private industry steps up to take care of others, America wins. Plain and simple. America always wins when private industry gets involved and doesn't make the government do shit for us. Thank you, Mr. Kraft. Thank you, Boomer. Okay, Boomer. Well, thank you to the greatest generation, guys like that, because without them, I I don't see the younger billionaires stepping up and donating and breaking the law to make sure we have masks. God, I think my head's going to explode. I'm just, it's the greatest. Thank you so much, Mr. Kraft. All right. Speaking of uh, money, uh, Take Junk, uh, my podcast is brought to you by Take Junk. 844-TAKE-JUNK. For all your junk removal needs, go to takejunk.com. You can book online or you can call. You can book. We're still open. I'm con- I have to continue to work because I don't make enough money not to. I don't, I don't have the Robert Kraft money where I can send my jet to China and get 1.5 million masks to come over here. If I did, I would, but I don't. So, Take Junk. Please use Take Junk. Um, I'm going to have to pause my podcast for a second because I'm going to actually go into a commercial And if you listen to it, I make sense. Oh, wait. Speaking of the sense, I've made $10 now. 1,000 people have downloaded my podcast. So thank you for downloading my podcast. I hope you will continue to. You can get my podcast on Apple Podcasts. You can get it on Spotify, Google Podcasts, just about every other podcasting platform. I recorded on Anchor. You're going to hear a commercial about that now. Uh, Thank you so much. The podcast continues to grow. Spazzing Out continues to grow. I will continue to do it five days a week. This will be posted tomorrow. Or if you're getting it on Friday, I recorded it Thursday night. So I record it Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And it posts Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday at 5 a.m. All right, let's pause for a second. All right, thank you for taking the time to listen to my sponsor so that I can make a cent. And thank you to the people who have downloaded my podcast that's been downloaded 1,000 times. I know that's probably like all whipty ding because someone like Joe Rogan's podcast gets downloaded a million times in a day. But when I started the podcast a few weeks ago, nobody downloaded it. And now people actually download it. So thank you. Hopefully you will continue to listen. All right, let's kind of move a little bit back into the coronavirus sphere um, and talk about more on what Governor Baker... So Governor Baker, um, again, I live in Massachusetts, so I talk about Massachusetts. Um, Governor Baker said today, which is Thursday, that the projections, the models that they're showing, that people in Massachusetts, anywhere from 45,000 to, uh, what is it, like 100 and something thousand, it's a, it's no, it's like two hundred and something thousand. So they they believe somewhere between forty seven thousand and two hundred and something thousand people in the Commonwealth will be infected with the coronavirus over the next two weeks. They believe the worst of it is going to be about April tenth, and that a ton of people are going to get sick. They're doing everything they can uh, to build makeshift hospitals to turn it for the the DCU center in Worcester has been made into a place two hundred beds. Um, they're looking at the Heinz Convention Center or whatever the hell they call it now to make it into beds. I had an idea 
that I'd like to share with you guys what I think they should do is take the abandoned homes, take the bank-owned homes, the homes that are vacant, and quickly turn them over into um, makeshift um, rooms. I, I don't know what you would call makeshift medical rooms. There are a ton of abandoned buildings in Boston. There are a ton of ab- abandoned three-family homes, four-family homes, single-family homes all throughout the Commonwealth. Take them over, clean them up. Do you, you get a hundred to get all the union guys right? The guys who aren't working right now that you sent home, get their asses into gear. Get them into gear. You get them into take. It'll take them three days. You get there day one. You clean it out. Day two, you start doing quick renovations. You clean the place up. Day uh, day three, you get the medical staff in there. There are hundreds of thousands of vacant homes throughout the Commonwealth that could be made into these quick medical facilities or quick medical places where they can have beds. Let's say you took a three-family home in Dorchester that is uh, owned by the bank or that's just vacant. Pop that sucker open. First floor, you got three bedrooms. Second floor, you got three bedrooms. Third floor, you got three bedrooms. Fourth floor, you got three bedrooms. Right there, you have 12 rooms. Now, you might say that that's not a lot, but there's a I'm willing to bet there's a hundred thousand vacant homes somewhere in the you know between Woburn, Mass, and Boston, and you could just turn these places over. You don't have to buy them. You just you call the bank and say, "Hey, we're the government. We're going to borrow these for a few months. We'll pay you. We'll pay the rent. We'll fix them up for you, and we're going to put the sick in them." There's tons of them, and it's a good way. And then afterwards, after you fixed it, this, this is the fucking genius i don't i should i should be i should have a direct line to the governor because this is genius because two weeks ago i pitched about the masks boom we got masks now we're going to talk about hospital beds plain and simple governor baker if you are listening to me there are tens of hundreds of thousands of vacant homes in the commonwealth take some of the money that we're getting to make medical rooms take these houses fix them in two to three days Then after the pandemic is over, you're going to love it, buddy. After the pandemic is over, you turn them into low income housing. That's the one thing you guys all love. All you affordable housing. We need affordable housing. Well, here is your affordable housing plan. Take all the vacant homes in the Commonwealth, turn them into mini medical centers for the time being. So you have beds to put these people. There's tons of them. There's tons of vacant buildings, tons of vacant properties. Make them into medical centers real quick or medical makeshift rooms so that we have beds. And then once the virus is gone and the pandemic is slowed down, you'll have just rehabbed like 100,000 places that you can sell as affordable housing. Boom. I just solved two problems in one. Pandemic bed space, affordable housing, one simple solution. Done. Governor Baker, if you're listening, you need to make that happen. Plain and simple. Love the idea. We're going to do it. It would really, uh, honestly, I would do it. I, I would do it in a heartbeat. If I was a governor, I would absolutely do it. You know what? M- maybe there are some people out there that actually own these vacant buildings. You should call the governor and say, hey, go ahead. Take my vacant building and make it into a, uh, a medical facility for the time being. I want this much money, rent. Boom, bop, bop, bop. You know what? You don't even want rent. Just say, hey, cover my nut. Here you go. Cover my nut for the next few months. No big deal. When coronavirus is gone, get your shit out of it. Scrub the fucking thing down and I'll rent it out to low-income housing. Boom. Done. 
And you people will call me an idiot. Right now, you guys say you're an idiot. But it's a good idea. A lot of people are going to say, this guy is a buffoon. I talked about wearing diapers as a mask. Boom. Tennessee. Diapers. Mask. I talked about Robert Kraft and all these guys stepping up to get masks. Boom. Stepping up to get masks. Years ago, I called the Randy Moss trade to Boston. Boom. He came. I got this shit on lockdown all the time. All right. On to the next thing. Uh, Residents in a city in Texas could face a $1,000 fine if they don't have their face covered. Why is this a big deal? Because the CDC is now saying or is about to publish that everybody should be wearing masks. And this is something that from the get-go they were telling us we didn't need to. No transparency. The government decided from the start that they didn't have enough masks to help us out. So they didn't want the everyday people to rush out and buy them all. So they could stockpile them. So that they could take them. Complete BS. Now we can't get them. And now the CDC is going to come out and say, hey, you need to wear the masks. And in fact, a city in Texas will fine you $1,000 if you don't have a mask on. So your face needs to be covered with something. Maybe a scarf, like Trump said. He said, you know, in some cases, a scarf might be better. I, I doubt it, but whatever. Um, there was a, oh man, I lost my train of thought on the masks um, because it's a $1,000 fine. Oh, yeah, a guy in Canada. This is a good story. So <laughs> the other day, a guy in Canada, uh, a drug dealer, he was busted for traffic and drugs. But part of his charges, he got a ticket for being a non-essential worker. I just think that's just a funny police officer being funny. Um, Dude's out there selling crack cocaine. He gets busted for trafficking, and he also has to pay the fine for being a non-essential worker out in public working. Some would say he's essential. I mean, I don't know. If these people don't get their drugs, they're going to go bonkers. Uh, There was one other good one. Uh, that I wanted to get to, and then I'm, and then I'll, I, then I'm gonna bounce. Um, now I guess uh, now, now, oh yeah, social distancing. So the problem now that we're hearing about social distancing, which, as you know, I absolutely love social distancing. For those of you that don't know, I have to work. So since I'm working, my family has decided that I have to stay in the basement. I am quarantined down in the basement just to protect them. Now, some people might be upset about that. And I mean, I miss my daughter. I miss my wife and miss Annie. I miss my son. But honestly, I get to be down in the basement and I'm like a king down here. Kaylee brings brings my food down, brings my drink. I honestly, you guys, I should do it right now. She might be in the shower, but let me, let's, hold on, hold on. Kaylee! Han! See? Babe! I'm down in the basement. I want to see if she'll bring me something. Honey! Now, she must be watching this, so she doesn't want to come down and help me. Honey, are you watching this? Are you watching me? Kaylee! Are you in the shower? Oh, forget it. Never mind! All right, forget it. She's she's taking a shower. So I'm down here and she's bringing everything down to me. So I'm down here living like I'm the man. So I don't really mind it that much, but don't tell her. I, 
six months after coronavirus is gone, I'm going to be like, oh, coronavirus, it's still here. Um, all right. So the social distancing thing is it's it's messing with people's mental health because people like to have that social inter- interaction. But on the other end, um, it's something that people are going to have a tough time coming back from because people, you know, who's who's real, who's famous for saying this is Tom Hardy. Um you don't realize how much you like being alone until you're alone. Well, that's what's going on with this social distancing thing, that they're worried that people aren't going to be be able to come back from being quarantined. They'll either like being quarantined so much or they'll become shut-ins, so they won't be able to get back out. Like They're going to have to be reinduced to the population. Kind of like, the best way I can describe it, it's like kind of like being at a casino all night, right? You went to the casino at like 10 o'clock at night, and then you left at 10 in the morning, and that, you go outside, and you're like, oh, oh, your eyes are burning because it's so dark in there. They don't, you, you have no idea. When you're in a casino, five days could have passed. And, you know, you, you could ask my brother Jesse about that. He knows all about you disappearing in a casino for like 10 fucking days. Um, so that's a big concern. That we're not going to come back. Um, my iPad's about to die that I'm recording this on. So that we're not going to come back and we're not going to be normal getting. It's going to be tough for us to get back into society. Where on the other end, kids like people like my son who love being inside. This is my my son's glory day. Nariam's loving it. I mean, he's home playing his video games. Watching his, uh, his Disney Plus. Um... He's just the king. The king is officially the king. My son is enjoying his time. All right. I think that's good. Uh, unless there is one. Uh, 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 let me just check. I don't think I really have any anything else I really want to bring up or really want to talk about. I mean, we all know everything. We're all watching the news. Um, if you'd like, check me out on TikTok at Anthony Paz or check me out on Instagram at SpazWAAF. Or you could get me at Twitter at Spaz, WAF, or on Facebook. And what I'm trying to do is go Facebook Live every time I record my podcast. So I'm doing that now. If you're hearing my podcast Sunday night, um, I'll go Facebook Live while I record my podcast. If you have not subscribed to my podcast, please do. You get it on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Subscribe to it. Like it. Leave comments. Get me at Anthony, Anthony at TakeJunk.com. All right? Thanks.